ladies and gentlemen, we are recording. Hello, hello. The pre pre show recorded part. I always keep like a little bit in, and I probably will mm-hmm. this time again. I, I love it. I, that little candid. That little candid moment. Yeah. That little ooh ooh. Um, ooh. How are we gonna start this? What what song do you like? What's your like? What's your go to like pump up song? I don't know, man. Play that Rasputin remix that we were Res- talking about last night. <laughs> okay. We do know that the Russians are taking over. The Russians are taking over. We can confirm. Rasputin remix. Is it in the top 10? Is that what we're looking <laughs> Is it actually in the top 10 or were you making a joke? <laughs> you were just making a I joke. I think it is because I've heard it on oh the radio. Oh, shit. Okay. Let's have a look. Rasputin remix. I don't even spell that. Rasputin. We can't find it. Ladies and gentlemen. Ras. R-A-S. R-A-S. Putin. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Remix. Club remix? Should we do the original or the club remix? I don't know. I don't know. Let's let's rock with the club remix. Let's do the club remix. <laughs> this is too much. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Crambles. I'm your host, Samuel Reeves. <laughs> And today we have Imogen Mihan, actor, director, playwright. She's here live in the studio. And Hello. we got... Re- <laughs> you also said my last name wrong. How, how do I say it? Mian. Mian. The H Mian. is silent. <laughs> Mihan. Mihan. I just made you sound like you're like from Vietnam. Mihan. Yeah. Mihan. Mihan. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So we've had one racially <laughs> charged <laughs> comment already happen on the podcast. Great. Uh, guys, clip that. Cancel me in 10 years. Trust me, it's worth it. This is great. Honestly, the vibes are immaculate. Hi, Welcome hi. to the podcast. It is bussin'. It is bussin'. Bussin', bussin'. Yeah, you are here. You are live. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Oh, my God. I know this. Yeah. Why'd we do this? Why'd we do this? I dare dare you to just exit your play like this. If you make this the outro (laughs) to your play, I will laugh. We were actually talking about trying to, like, how to end my play. And I was like, I really want it to be, like, really, like, symbolic and, like, people to walk away or something. There we go. Rasputin Remix. Make sure you have the the mic real close to your face because this shit doesn't pick you up otherwise. Um, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. So I'm going to let you do a brief intro of yourself because I'm yes. probably not the best person for that. But go ahead. Shout it to the to the cameras. Imogen. How does one introduce oneself? Um, With a lot of ego. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, my name's Imogen Mian. Um, I am 21 and I am in creative. I don't know. I don't know how to I'm describe creative. myself. Mm. You know, I do acting. I'm doing directing. I write. Um a bit of everything. A bit of everything. Nice. I am, I am the female Donald Glover, if you will. Wow. Wow. I just said that. <laughs> she just said that. Donald, watch out for your spot, buddy. Donald. Um, well, female Donald Glover, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We're going to talk a lot about you today mm-hmm. um, because, as you know, this podcast is all about young and upcoming creatives. And, yeah, so, so am I. So it's always fun <laughs> yeah. to, like, chat and, and get there. Um. Okay, so you're working on a project right now called The Descent, but Descent, yes. I want to touch on that later. First of all, how did you get into like theatre and, and acting, directing? Where'd that even yeah. start? So, 
<laughs> basically to everyone who's ever known me growing up, it was a massive like shock that I was going to be, you know, I said, I want to do acting. I want to perform. They're like, really? Imogen, who doesn't speak two words and is afraid to go to the tuck <laughs> shop? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But just my entire life, I was always kind of into the theatrics of things. I, my favorite, you know. I remember seeing Labyrinth with David Bowie oh God, and yeah. being like, oh my God, also where my that queerness was, That was my sexual awakening. That was my yeah. sexual awakening. Don't worry. Yeah. That was um, the best. So yeah. Um, and I started, you know, I was in choir and stuff like that in primary school, but I never did anything like drama wise. I was never in any of the school plays or whatever until I got to high school. Um, and I started, you know, joining drama class and dance class and stuff like that. Um, and I was really good at it. <laughs> um, funnily enough, you know, I'd always had like admiration for actors and performers and stuff like that. But um, I mean, I was like, I might as well get a crack at it. And I just absolutely fell in love with it. Um, did musical theatre for a um, couple of years. I worked with um, Harvest Rain and did a lot of like classes there and stuff like that. Nice. Um, and then came the end of high school. I was like, I know I want to perform. I want to be creative. I don't want to be stuck in an office behind a chair. By the way, completely fine. If that's yeah, what. that's. I'm that so sorry. Hey, hey, fine. no, no, stop crying. It's okay. It's, it's okay. fine. It's okay, Daryl. That's. Okay. I don't know. I feel like I mean, if you work definitely at a, Daryl. If you work or like at a Karen office. or like a or like a, a Karen. Susan. That's a slang. That's a slang term. See, that's slang term. That's derogatory. Um, but if you are our listener base, so if you're here, thank you. Keep listening to us while you're typing up your word doc. I'm sorry. Like, go, keep going, Imogen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I was kind of, I remember being in the school library and I was just like looking up, you know, acting courses and stuff like that. I thought I might want to do musical theatre, but there wasn't any kind of bachelor degrees back then that I could see right. of musical theatre. And so I came across, um, TAFE, Queensland, um, Bachelor of Acting and Performance. And I was like, TAFE doing a bachelor? And, mm. you know, um, it was partnered with the University of Canberra. So I was like, let's go have a crack at it. Let's um, do it. So, uh, yeah, it was one of the most <laughs> nerve-wracking days of my entire Jeez. life. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? I had a, my audition monologue was from Joan of Arc. Oh. So interesting choice. Um, but, yeah, I just, you know, did it. Never looked back. And that's kind of how it went from there and I did three years full-time during that course um graduated last year and um yeah I'm doing my honors degree this year and I've written my own show so nice yeah nice she's accomplished and that's that's the important thing one one quick thing before we continue going I'm so sorry I have to do this the the pod mic make sure it's like right here because otherwise she don't pick you up she like she makes you sound muffled ready like I'm over here now it's pretty great. This. It's very direct. Um, okay. but that that's amazing. So musical theater, why why do you kind of move away from that? Because um, I kind of got more interested into the the kind of the psychology of like you know the human experience. Right. Um, musical theater is great, and it was you know it's an entertaining thing. You know, people love going to see musicals mm. and dancing and singing, and that side of thing was more sort of you know being you know, having fun and kind of having an outlet from my crappy <laughs> life, essentially. Um, so, yeah, I kind of just got more and more interested into, you know, the kind of history of acting and theatre and 
um, you know, I have so many idols that I looked up to and that, you know, kind of moved me and inspired me. And I was like, you know what, that's what I want to do. I want to inspire other people. Um, and in the process, I kind of discovered myself in right. a way. You know, I kind of had, and then, you know, I struggled with and still do um, anxiety, you yeah. know, a lot. Um, and that was kind of, you know, my first year and kind of, you know, a bit of the second year of my bachelor's, I kind of held that back. I was like, I can't have anxiety as a performer, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, you know, how can you be anxious and, you know, have, have stage anxiety and stuff like that um, when you're supposed to be a confident performer and stuff like that. And, you know, I kind of had a bit of a, you know, I kind of lost the mojo a little bit and I was pulled aside by my lecturers and they say, you know, what's going on? Yeah. You know, why, what's holding you back? You know, there's so much potential here and like, it's not being used. And I kind of said, well, it's, you know, it's my anxiety. I feel so like self-doubt, you know, all that kind of stuff, self-conscious, that I'm not good enough, whatever. And one of my lecturers, um, Lisa O'Neill, God bless her, turned to me and she said, well, that's good. She that said, is good. Because you have something that a lot of actors look for, that vulnerability, that, that you know, use it to your advantage, use that energy. And because people appreciate honesty, they, they can see when an actor is giving everything. Yeah. And that kind of, you know, switched on a, you know, a light bulb in my head and I was like, "Oh wow." <laughs> yeah. This is actually the purpose of why I'm an actor because it, in a way it's a funny paradox because it's like um you know, you're pretending, you're in a fictitious kind of perimeter, but you're also bringing authenticity authenticity to what it, what it is you're doing. You're bringing yourself to it while playing a completely fictitious person person so it is yeah. it is it, it, that's the art and as a director do you kind of see that a little bit more now that like when, yeah. when i'm casting people i kind of look for that yeah absolutely um, yeah and and especially when when actually directing if the actor is comfortable with it of course i yeah. will i will take those people to those places i'll mm. be like okay remember set instinct instant um now bring that into this yeah and that to me is kind of where where as an actor too, I've, I've resided a lot of my like performances like, Oh, I've got issues. I can yeah. put it into this. That's so the it's thing. Yeah. It's, cool it's therapy it, for me personally, it's been therapeutic, you know, yeah. um, with this show that I'm writing descent, it was inspired by, and kind of like, you know, with your film and stuff like that, it was inspired by a real life event that I had. Yeah. Um, and I kind of thought to myself, the only way I can deal with this is to make it into like art. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I deal with things. Um, you know, some people go to therapy. Some people, you know, I don't know, turn to not very good things. <laughs> um, Yikes! <laughs> but uh, and so mm. I didn't want to fall down that path because I have fallen down that path before, yeah. and I've fallen down very self-destructive paths. And I thought that you know the most healthy and um, creative way I can do this is by creating something out of it that's i can share with other people and hopefully share a really good message as well and you're 100 right and and do you feel good once you've written things like this it yeah. kind of it, it feels relieving absolutely yeah so so acting at at, at uh, tafe how, how do you find that experience all over was it quite different to what you expected yes i've never even looked into that side of it i was absolutely <laughs> very lucky to have immediately gone to like usc and then i did a backflip and swapped and um, now I'm at Griffith, so yeah. it's it's different 
I would assume, yeah. in so many aspects. I, I would say, you know, people have come up to me and said that they're interested in the course or they're looking for an acting course. Yeah. I've told them, I've said, look, this particular course is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. It's for people who are passionate. Yeah. Um, even if you don't think you're the best actor or whatever, if you have that passion there, it'll come. It'll it'll be successful because that is what ultimately builds you as an artist is that passion. If you don't have it, then don't bother. You could oh. be the best actor in the world, but if you don't have the dedication and the passion that you will give up anything to pursue it, don't bother. One hundred and ten percent. And what what was your first like acting thing that you did? Um, like out, outside of like okay high school and, and stuff like that. Outside what was the first, of high like, school. Acting? Um, so the first like proper show that we did was yeah. in first year. It was um, uh, kind of a theatrical take on a um, book of poems by uh, Lydia Kwa called Sinuous. Um, right. And it kind of you know it was very. Um, you know, we were kind of, we didn't have any costumes. We didn't have a set. We kind of, all we had was like, you know, tables and chairs. We were in blacks. And it kind of forced us to kind of, um, you know, hone in our, you know, stage presence kind of skills and how to tell a story without the use of um, other factors, you know, like sets yeah. and, and co- costumes and all that kind of stuff. And um, it was probably like, you know, when I did it, I was like, wow, this is, I absolutely am in for this and I will do anything <laughs> to pursue this. You know, I absolutely love it. Um, getting that kind of reaction from the audience, making, you know, it was kind of very hard-hitting themes and stuff like that, mm. talks of like 9-11, um, oh. cult- cultural displacement, stuff like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was it was the first time that I'd ever done something that was really emotional. I'd ever first cried on stage. I'd like, you know, screamed and shattered on stage. It kind of like it just let everything out. And I was like, yeah, mm. this is this mm. is what I wanted to do. That's that's cool to hear. Yeah. I, I'm like in a really cool position because like I, I am your director right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's kind of funny to me because like I can hear of like your past experiences on stage and go, oh, OK, cool. Yeah. Um, but where do you get your where do you get your when you, okay, I'm gonna give you like a hypothetical. Actually, mm-hmm. we can we can use anything you want, really. Um, okay, say you've got a character. How how do you go about finding who that character is? First of all, what's your first steps? Um, I always feel like I can't remember who says it, but I think you know there's that age old thing of like you can't judge your character. Um, mm. You know, if if you're playing someone that's a villain or something like that, you can't look at them as a villain. You've got to look at their humanity. Um, I kind of first and foremost go into um, their psychology, um, you know, looking at that because I feel like your psychology affects everything about you. Um, you know, I love doing character journals. I love, do, you know, creating a backstory. I work in, in tandem with the with the director and, you know, um, yeah, basically just fleshing out as much. I love asking questions. <laughs> I'm a big question. Yeah. Like, what about this? Or what about that? Or, you know, would the character have done this? Or what happened in their childhood? Or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is always fun. It's always great. As a director, how do you like those questions? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, actually. Really? I do love it. Interesting. <laughs> I, I absolutely love, you know, having those those talks with those people discussions, and, yeah. Yeah, and bouncing ideas off of each other. I love being collaborative. Collabor- collaboration is really important. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like them too, I guess. It's just sometimes I'm just like, 
There is <laughs> nothing I can tell you. I did not think about that. What coffee would this character order? It's like fucking, I don't know. Skinny mocha latte. <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Two sugars, yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Pumpkin um, spice latte. Pumpkin spice latte. No sugars. Skim milk. Actually, no. Almond milk. Um, <laughs> I'm going to make them really, really nice. Um, <laughs> let's talk about mental health for a minute. Because obviously that's a massive factor in in your life as you said you, yeah. you struggled with anxiety and still struggle with anxiety yeah. and that's helped fuel you as a performer how about as a writer how about as a as a director how does that help or or fuel you i should say yeah basically um, in your process i would say i write and create stuff that i would want to see and i know that sounds kind of selfish but mm. i look at it in the way that you know what do people want to say, ultimately when I go see something, I like people who just are completely, you know, um, giving their all and their vulnerability and stuff like yeah. that. I love that. Um, I find it that it helps us as a, as a society, you know, it's, it's therapeutic. Um, and it, it ultimately shares, you know, a truthfulness that we all search for, um, in humanity. You know, that's kind of the part of being an actor is kind of, um, giving life to the truth of human condition mm. and you know why <laughs> why would you bother going to see something that you know you can obviously tell that the actors are not there they're just reciting lines yeah you know, i have seen theater like that i've seen it. movies like that i've seen I tv shows like it. that and it's just you I know just like it occasionally it's all right if you just want a bit of entertainment but if yeah. you truly want to like be moved and like be invested in something. I watch them whenever I'm feeling down, to be honest. Yeah. I, like, if, I, if I ever write something and I'm like, yeah, this shit's trash, I immediately go watch like a Nicolas Cage movie and I'm just like, oh, I'm fine. I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. No, I feel great. I feel moment. better. Oh my, God. <laughs> oh my God. So let's talk about Descent. I, mm -hmm. I feel like it's really important to plug this show. I, I mm -hmm. don't know much about it, so it's going to be very yes. interesting to me. So Descent, What's the what's the log line? What's the what's the what's the synopsis of this? A synopsis. Okay. Synopsis. Um, synopsis. Synopsis. That sounds like a weird word now that I say it. Um, it's very bad. So basically, descent um is inspired by um a very recent um situation that happened in my family. Obviously, for you know privacy reasons, I won't disclose yeah, no, um, names or anything like that. But basically, it follows the story of a family. Um, there are two sisters, Nadine and Rose. I play Rose. Um, Hannah Ward plays Nadine. Um, and uh, they have recently just lost their father to um, cancer. Mm. And um, Josh Welter plays the father, Richard, um, and another character called Michael, who's a psychiatrist. Um, and basically, it's a snapshot into... Um, how these two girls are dealing with the loss of their father. Um, Rose suffers from schizophrenia um, and she has, following following the death of her father, has gone into a catatonic state. Um, right. And kind of Nadine has to take on the role that her father once did as her primary caretaker. And it's a role that she's not prepared for. Um, and because, you know, these two girls have nobody but each other at this stage. Um, and Nadine kind of has to make a heartbreaking decision whether to institutionalise her sister, and it's a kind of a wrestle with herself because she knows that she can't take care of Rose, but she also knows how horrible, you know, the mental health, you know, being in that kind of institution is and how scary it is, but, and that's kind of, 
a little synopsis of what it's about. Synopsis. And what did the writing process look like for you? As as someone who's written mental health before, yeah. it's it's terrifying, first of all. It is terrifying, yeah. It actually the script actually started during when I was, you know, going through this um experience. Um and I kind of found myself just writing it, you know, not with really with the intent of maybe creating a show. I was just kind of free writing it because I've I've always loved writing. Um, you know, even like in high school, I was top of the English class, you know, I just, I just loved writing. I always loved writing. Um, and then it kind of, um, has morphed over the years. And then like when I heard that they were doing an honors program, I was like, well, maybe I can use this. And then up until, you know, still now we have just been, I've just been working with Hannah and Josh and, um, you know, bouncing ideas off each other and kind of honing in the focus and the intent of what we want to say with this show. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's weird. It's weird like writing because, you know, it's like, I find, I don't know how to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel that? Yeah. You I kind mean, of write something you're like, okay, this is the complete finished product. It's a lie. It's, it's a, a lie. lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. And, it's all a lie. And you, you know, you kind of go, okay, this is finished. And you're like, oh, what about if I add this in or add this in? And It's you know. such a like rabbit hole that you yeah. just end up going down Literally. because like, yeah. I could go for weeks with no ideas. Mm. I'd be like, I have absolutely no idea. And then I'll just be like walking down the street and I'll hear something and I'll like think of something and I'll be like, oh my gosh. And then yeah. I, just, I just have to like stop. I have to sit down somewhere and pull out my laptop and just start writing to get it out. Um, but yeah, creativity is weird like that. Creativity is weird like that. Where do you get a lot of your ideas from? Like, how do you go about like feeling that? Because we can, I, I like, I think that yeah. this podcast is all about talking about that kind of stuff yeah. so that other um, creators can listen and go, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, obviously inspired by, you know, the world around me and stuff like that. But I I, I always have a lot of, um, you know, other actors and creators that I'm really inspired by. I have, <laughs> I'm quite an eclectic, eclectic <laughs> personality anyway. I kind of, you know, I love, um, music's a big, big inspiration for me. And oh, yeah. I try and see every movie, even if it's bad, you know, right, to kind okay. of get you know, the vibe of what people and creatives in the world are doing at the moment. And, um, yeah, that's how I get my thing. That's so Basically cool. any and everything. That's inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's funny like to hear that. Cause like, I don't talk to a lot of other writers. Like I, I talk to them, but I don't like talk in depth like this. Yeah. So like I, I tend to have my own little method of doing things and it's cool to hear other people have theirs too. Yeah. So yeah. How long did you, how long have you been writing Descent for? How long has it been now? Um, I would say probably a year and a half. A year and a half. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Jesus. How long? It's gone through a lot of, a lot of iterations, a lot of of drafts. How long, how long does it go for? Like, um, at the moment it's running probably half an hour to 45 minutes. Nice. Nice. Um, but I do plan on extending it into an hour. Yeah. Hopefully. When when are we when are we going to see this show? What's the when's the? It is on the fourth and fifth of November at one o'clock um, at the Norman Price Theatre at TAFE Queensland. Nice, nice, ah. and that that wow, that's not that long away. No, so <laughs> you've got like very little time to wrap that show. Yep. <laughs> Boy, do I know it? Let's talk about goals. Where where do you see yourself going? Like, do you do you see yourself sticking to director? Do you see yourself sticking to writer? Or do you see yourself doing a bit of a the um, DG and just running it. Um, I mean, I can't, I was kind of talking about this day with with my classmate Hannah. You know, I kind of have stopped 
planning, if that's, that makes sense, and kind yeah. of just taking every single opportunity that I can get. Um, but ultimately, I would say acting is my number one passion. Acting. I love acting. Yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, I don't know. Who who knows? Maybe amazing yeah. writing opportunity might come up in the next six months, and I'll take that. And that's where I go. But, um, you know. A nice, uh, I might get cast in a musical or something like that, or you know, anything. But I love any and everything. Do Do you have any representation? Have an I agent? Don't, no. no. Well, no. interesting. Yeah, lots of people don't these days. No, I'm, I'm yeah. very surprised about that. Mm. I used to. Don't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's it's kind of. The, I feel that don't don't plan. You just yep. got to do whatever just you want to do. do. Yeah. So let's let's talk about let's talk about um, the the overall theme that you want to go for with with your character caitlin in my world because i'm kind of interested in that yes that's going to be very very interesting to me yeah we we had you know our last rehearsal we talked about Mm. how to kind of flesh her out a bit Mm. um you know because you kind of said that she was a bit of a bit of an outline cookie cutter kind of character she is i didn't think about her much but (laughs) i definitely think that there is so much to be explored there um there is yeah, I mean, how have you been like thinking of it since our last discussion? I I I don't know because I I've kind of had like a, a flop in the last few days. <laughs> so I just haven't felt at all. Um, but I also feel like she is very much she has a purpose. I just don't quite know what that is yet. Yeah. Whether it's to be like a a gatekeep for for Sophie, or whether it is that she's eventually going to go off and do her own thing. I don't know. There's yeah. a lot to, yeah, there is a lot to explore there. What happened in, in her childhood that made her so fucking, you know, yeah. like that. And so it is interesting to think about. I do think that the adding a conversation between you and you and uh, Jordan would, would work really yeah. well. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I rushed through all of your projects. Is there anything other project-wise that you're working on right now? Um, um, no. Just no. my show and this this, this movie thing. at the moment. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Let's let's go into like what what's some advice you'd give to other young creators dealing with mental health that are really on the fence about whether they step forward and, and go into the arts or whether they recluse and don't do that? No, I would say, like I said in the beginning, use it to your advantage. There are so many actors who can't access that kind of mm. vulnerability that they can't access those memories that can't access the you know recall upon these emotions because they've never experienced them before um use it because it will you can always fine-tune the skill aspect of it um you know things like line learning um you know building up um you know stage presence stage um you know physicality all that kind of stuff can be worked on Mm. but if you have that core um, innate vulnerability that you are willing to express it will it will you know it will work it will work it will work and i think too if that you have that it's it's a lot easier to do either you can do stage where you can mm-hmm. have that really outburst of, of emotion or you can you can refine that and put mm-hmm. it into screen how are you finding screen acting so far because um, you've only just kind of come into that world haven't you well i did quite you know, I did um, a class in my bachelor's degree. Yeah. Um, worked with uh, Myrie Cameron and Stephen Lance. Um, and so I have had some experience with that. It is an interesting um, experience, you know, kind of the different type of acting. You know, I kind of mm. like said to you last time I saw you, theatre is about showing 
screen acting is about being. Because yep. the camera don't lie. The camera don't lie. And, you know, the cam- you with theatre, you kind of have to act to the very back of the audience. You know, everyone has to yeah. see you, whereas on camera, everyone is right there. I, if I ever, wh- whenever I do stage, I always try and like act for the person in the back. back. Yes. I'm like, who yep. I, I want to, I want the doorman yep. to be able to like pretty much feel my presence. And so yes. it is, it is different when you get on screen because it's just like, oh, I'm just, I just have to reach this, this lens. Yeah. Just have to do that. Yeah. And so how are you finding so far being able to refine yourself? Because I know that like last time we we're trying to work on that. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's kind of an interesting little journey for you right yeah, now to, it's, to it's, bring that in. It's interesting, you know, kind of because I've been doing, you know, the, my, my shows, obviously, mm. a theatrical play. Um, I've kind of been in that loop of doing, you know, that kind of theatrical style. And it's kind of interesting now to be like, oh, you know, let's, let's refine it a bit and, you know, try this different approach to it. Um, but... We were taught a lot of that in my bachelor's degree. Um, yeah. So I'm confident in, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but I think it's also interesting. I think you can also tell when an actor has done theatre. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the greatest actors of all time are all from, they're all theatre kids. Yeah. Um, and I think I would encourage every actor to try theatre at least once in their life. Well, it's a lot easier to bring yourself down. It's a lot harder to bring yourself up. It is. I, yeah. I think that's like my always my my little metric of success there is is okay, you've done stage. You know how to act big. Mm-hmm. Bring if it you down. can act big, you can bring it down to screen. Yes. However, there is some people that, that are just unable yeah. to do that and, and it is it is a hard world to kind of like figure yeah. that out. Um but yeah, it's 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 up to I think control of like personality on whether mm. you can okay i can flip that and bring it down to this nuanced um performance where i'm using all my face to just mm-hmm. just give this one little little clip of yeah. i think that's the one thing i struggle with screen acting so much too is it's like okay we're not continuing it's like okay you're gonna cry for 30 seconds and then yep. we're gonna cut <laughs> yeah it's like i'm oh, sick okay uh I'll, I'll try. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. So it's it's always hard. Let's list some of your favorite movies. What what are some of your one of your big oh like okay, best so movies? My all time favorite movie, and it was kind of the movie that was like, you know, I want to be an actor. Um, it's kind of not many people know. It. It's called Dolores Claiborne. It's by Stephen King. It actually was originally um never, a novel. Never heard of it. Um, but it's the lead character Dolores Claiborne is played by Kathy Bates. Oh. Um, and her daughter, um, Jennifer Jason Lee. It's got Christopher Plummer, um, Judy Parford in it. It's an amazing movie and I encourage everyone to watch it. Um, I think it's on Netflix. Um, but it is, if I were to describe like the perfect movie, I would say it was that. Um, just cinematography wise, it's absolutely beautiful. The storyline is absolutely amazing. All the acting is just top tier. The soundtrack, just everything. I always, you right. know, I could watch that movie all the time. Um, I'm also... A massive fan of horror. I love horror okay. movies and horror TV right. shows. Um, the gorier, the better. But hey. I just, I just love like that kind of delving into like the human psychology. That's what yeah. interests me the most. Fav- favorite horror movie. Favorite horror movie. Again with Kathy Bates, Misery. Shit. I love Misery. Kathy Bates for the win. I know? love Kathy Bates. Who, yeah. who directed that first one? You said who was that? Um. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um. I need to say this because if I don't say this, I'll kick myself later. Do it. Get it, get it up. It is Taylor Hackford. Taylor Hackford. Taylor Hackford. Nice. I don't know that yes. name. I don't know that name at all. You should. I don't. Educate yourself. Okay. I, I know like a lot of like top 
like I, I always look at the auteurs. Like mm-hmm. I love the auteurs because they have like their films are like. I mean, my favorite director is Steven Spielberg. Like absolutely, yeah. Naomi is a white boy, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I I would say that like the the movie brats are my favorite people. You know, Steven mm-hmm. Spielberg, Francis Ford Coppola, um, George Lucas, uh, fuck Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Those those group of people. Just really revolutionized cinema. Yep. I and love um, Guillermo del Toro. Yep, yep. Yep. Um, Pan's Labyrinth, Crimson Peak. Yeah. Um, both movies are just Dude. absolutely beautiful. Spike Lee has some good ones too. Yes. He has some really good ones. And, oh, fuck, I've forgotten her name. and I feel really bad. Um, I forget her name all the time because it's such like a, a, a forgettable name. But, like, she's such a massive director. Uh, I've got I've got Mayo. Um, oh, um, fucking, you know who I'm talking about. She was like a columnist for like columnist for ages and, um, really massive director. Um, um, she's like the subject of that. Everything Nora is copy. Efron? Nora Ephron. Yeah. That's her. Yeah. Good old Nora. She, she was really good at what she did too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that all becomes because they have this really distinctable style, mm-hmm. um, that they bring to each film they do. Yeah. And then there's other movies I watch and I'm like, wow, that was great. But I don't even bother to look at the director. Yeah, I'm literally. Like, anybody could have directed that. Yeah. I feel like real good directors put themselves in the movie, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, you they do. Tell, well, you can tell when, you know. That's the difference between an auteur and a, a normal actor. Yes. A normal director. Yeah. Um, because a normal director picks up a script and goes, okay, we can do 35, 45 here. We, we'll move this here. This is the angle we'll use here. This yep. is the shot we'll use here. But like... If you have a director like Steven Spielberg, the recurring theme in his film is a, is a absent father. Mm. Yeah, you know? literally, yeah, quite literally. Even even the idea that like in Jurassic Park, it's like tiny, but mm-hmm. the kids the kids don't have a father. Yeah, they they like look up to like um like John Hammond, the granddad, and fucking um Doctor what's his name fucking played by Sam Neill. Uh, we're really great on names. Today. We're really great on names. We're great. Really great. I, I'm. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty tired. So I think that's <laughs> yes, why this energy, <laughs> the energy on this podcast is done. If you're listening, <laughs> drop a like for energy. Um, we're we're like we we write and direct things. We're sleep deprived. Leave us alone. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's just tiny things like that. Where do you get your directing inspiration from? I'm really keen because oh like director to director. Let's have a chat right now. Well, What's I mean, I'm first time directing, so I'm kind of just going high five. Kind of just going on. By the seat of my pants at the moment. I don't know. Right, I you're mean, just figuring it out as you just go. Just figuring it out, yeah. Do you have like a like a certain distinct thing that you like to bring into your work? Um, I really, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I have certain things, but they're not like massive. Like, what are yours then? Uh, I don't know. I just don't like putting time on things. So, for yeah. example, I won't show anything that's like time specific, like 2021, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I get you. Like, that's why I've pushed my world back so far. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want the masks in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've actually done that with my show as well. It was, you know, I would. I don't want to date off. Pushed it back. I was like, I ain't referencing any COVID in here. No, exactly. That's Fuck a whole COVID. other thing. That's I a pain in the I ass. I cannot wait till like a few years from now when they start making COVID. <laughs> Films, yeah. <laughs> like when we, when our kids are coming home and they're like, "Dad, we're talking about 2021." I'm like, "Fuck what?" <laughs> no, I'm flashbacks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't want to time it. Um, I also like if I have two characters that separate in anything. Like for example, the idea of um, the idea was I don't think we're gonna be able to do it though logistically. But it was a really big pain for me. But um, 
when Liam and Sophie break up, mm-hmm. I was going to have Matt and Brie not talk to each other for the duration of, of the actual, like, in-between filming. Oh, okay, yeah. Be like, yep. no, separate yourselves. Because it creates, like, an actual tension. When I mm-hmm. see those two next on screen again, it's going to be, there's going to be an actual that's awkwardness. That's cool, yeah, that's cool. Um, so it's real things like that. I think that, that pushing people to actually find something real that they can bring into character is, like, my biggest thing. I don't want you to just recite lines to me, like you said, because yep. I dislike that a lot. What are your thoughts on method acting? I'd like to know. Okay, well, I'm a little bit of a method actor myself. I I like it, but to the degree that it's, like, not crazy. I think there's there's a certain point where you've just gone too far. Um, I need to do certain things. Like, even when I'm writing, I will go and I'll put myself in a headspace to to write that scene. Um, When I wrote the bridge scene... For for my world, I actually went. I scooted. I have like a a monthly pass on those like <laughs> those little, little carnival scooters, so I just scoot everywhere. Gotta go fast. I, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I scoot. You fucking. You remember that line so well. I do. I cracked um, up. I scooted from the like my house in Auckland Flower to the bridge, and I just kind of stood there for like half an hour, and I was like, "How does this feel? How does mm-hmm. this? How do I interact with this? What kind of shit would I be yelling if I was here?" And so I don't mind it. I just think that there's a point where it's like, okay, you've gone too far. Don't, yeah, don't, don't die. Yeah, is I, my general rule. I always think back to the um the famous quote with uh, I hope I'm not butchering it. Dustin Hoffman and um Laurence Olivier yeah. <laughs> kind of came up to him and he was like, oh, you know, talk about your character. And Dustin was talking about like, oh yeah, my character's been up for three days, three days and three nights, and blah. blah, blah. And Laurence was like, well, how, how are you going to, you know, approach that? How are you going to p- portray that on screen? And he said well, I'm going to stay up for three days and three nights. And then Lawrence turned to him and he said, well, why don't you just try acting? <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> and I always and think back, you know, like... Yeah. Look, look I've, I've just, like, sleep deprived myself a couple yeah. of times to get into character. But it's just, like, I, I think that there's a line. There is a be, line, you yes. You have to be willing not to cross it. But I also tend to tell my actors if they are going to do anything like that, don't take it outside the rehearsal space. Yeah. Um, And try and limit it. You know what I mean? I need yeah. you to be real as well at, at times. I need you to be Jordan and I need you to be Tristan, for example. Yeah. Um, that's just totally example. I don't think that Jordan's a method actor. I don't know how yeah. he operates. He just does it. And I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. pop off. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I like it. I mean, I, I'm working on something right now and I've I've been like in character a few times just to get that. And I, I'll go do certain things. I can go to an iClub in character. Yeah. Because it helps. It's like, yeah. okay, this is what it feels like to be in a like this person in nightclub because me at a nightclub i'm just quiet i'm just quiet i probably won't talk to you i'm just gonna do yeah. my thing but if i'm in character i might be like overly flirtatious i yeah. might be more of a drinker i might be more of a dancer whatever it is it's it's fun to do but yeah i think there's definitely a line yeah and yeah. don't just come out of fucking left field and try it no really but try to I train get training first it's important to remember it's a profession it's a craft it it's not you know you have to take it seriously you know a surgeon would never forget the fact that he's a surgeon no so an actor shouldn't forget that they're an actor that too but also like you know a surgeon would never go wow i need to do fucking brain (laughs) surgery tomorrow guess i'll practice on my wife exactly yeah so it's like it's like (laughs) keep it keep it sane i i really really respect um matthew mcconaughey and you know Leonardo DiCaprio, those people can really yeah. bring like a, a degree of method into it, but still stay. Make sure it's in a healthy, it's in a healthy, healthy way space. that's not destructive. Yeah, yeah. It's like we we've lost a few people to that. We've lost quite yeah. a, quite a handful of great actors. Yep. 
um, because of that. And whatever you do, if you if your character's doing drugs, because this this is really important actually, because um, our our whole film is drug use, mm. and if you your character is doing drugs, don't go and do drugs. No, uh, you don't need to. There's there's other things you can do if you need to feel like you're tripping on psychedelics. You can go and watch and research. Don't do, you know. I'm not saying they're Just bad. Just take a look at Sam's sweater. Just take a take a drippy That's swag. That's giving me a trip right now. I've <laughs> I've been down that hole before though. I've yeah. I've been down the oh I need to do psychedelics to, yeah. to figure out this one thing, and sure it helps, but it's very dangerous. It is, yeah. And there's certain like there's a certain level of uncontrol to it all. I mean, it's drug use. You. You can't really trust a lot of people sometimes. So it's really important that you do anything that you're going to do in, in a safe and healthy environment with friends that yeah. you trust exactly. that aren't going to be dicks yeah. about it. Um, yes. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's really important. What are you? What are your thoughts on method acting? Um, pretty much the same, yeah. Um, I, you know, I reckon if it's going to help you, um, then by all means. Um, mm-hmm. I also love to follow it up with um, make sure you do your research about everything about your character if your character is going to you know be a drug abuser then research all that you can about this drugs research the effects of it understand why this character would be choosing to do those drugs research 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 because that then builds up that foundation for you i think it was aaron paul um in breaking bad plays jesse um who actually went and spent time with with kids and adults in rehabilitation centers mm. um, to figure out how that looks because that season like was the season he started doing heroin with Jane and then ends up in in um, yeah. rehab. Um, Walter White, uh, good old Brian Cranston, they they I actually Brian went. Cranston. Brian Cranston is my fucking wet dream. I love him and everything. He's got this like distinctable like ability to not be brian cranston while also being brian cranston and everything he does like he's a character but he's seen the iconic um yeah went and visited your mom a few times yes (laughs) fucking love him every time he's on conan he's funny Um, but also he he actually learned how to make meth he got they got they got a dea chemist to come in and teach him how to make meth so that he could look like he's doing it real because it's really fucking important on the screen to know what you're doing to look like what you know what you're doing and know what you're saying too if you're gonna play a lawyer go do some like research on law like law um jargon because otherwise you're gonna sound like a fucking idiot yeah that's about yeah super important super important yeah um yeah i know i played a a french hat maker from like the fucking Sixteenth mm. century and in, in second year, we did a production of um Camino Real by Tennessee Williams, and the shit that I <laughs> rabbit hole that I went down in terms of research, um, but it was really interesting. You know, she kind of I researched kind of mercury poisoning, you know, with hat making, shit. um, and kind of how that affects you know the brain, and then that affected how she talked and how she you know her physicality and stuff like that. But yeah, absolutely, research is just number one. You've got oh. to become a researcher if you're an actor. One hundred ten percent. Yeah. What's some tips you'd give to young actors out there? Some like general being a young actor myself. Um, um, what would I give? I think there's. By the way, I'm a massive Tom Hiddleston fan. Ooh, absolutely! Like Ooh. brilliant actor. But he gave this great piece of advice, and it said, "Allow yourself permission to care. Don't be afraid." of your passion don't be embarrassed of your passion because it's easy it's easier to you know to walk away from something that doesn't work out if you say oh, i didn't really care about it i wasn't that passionate about it it, yeah. it takes more balls and guts to, to walk to, to fail 
you know, when you've had passion about yeah. it. Um, so that's what I would say. Don't and don't be afraid of your passion. Don't think it's uncool. It's you know. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna. You're add, passionate. What the heck? I'm gonna add one onto that. Do not be afraid to look stupid. Yes, absolutely. Do not be afraid to look stupid. Absolutely. If you if you throw out that, oh fuck! If I do this, I'm gonna look dumb. Like if I yell, I'm gonna look fucking special. You will act so much better. Yeah. I remember. It, I think it was like year twelve. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember it like hella. Oh, it was it was over the top of the gym. I did this play over the top of the gym, and I had to do a Russian accent, and I was like. <laughs> Fuck. I have done. I have done all the yes. The I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "This is gonna be terrible, right?" And I was super scared because it's the first time I'd done like independent theater outside of high school, mm-hmm. and blew it away. Blew it away because I remember there was this distinct moment where I was like, "If I fuck this up, you know what? I fuck it up." Yeah. If I look stupid, I look stupid, and it also gives you this level of ability to actually control whatever happens on stage because. I, I remember that it was this distinct moment. Um, I, I fucking love this moment for me um, where we had this money box and I had to put money into it and take it out and say some shit and the money box wouldn't open. And so we're just standing on stage and I just had to, like, it was either we stand there in silence or I say something. And I was like, it is Commonwealth Bank. It will not return dollar. <laughs> and so everybody loved it. Everybody loved it. But it's that ability to, like, pivot and improvise that you get from that oh i'm gonna look stupid if you take that away you're able to improvise so much better because you're able to just go oh okay i'm gonna do this yeah you know so it's really important to throw that away also don't be afraid to say no i think is a really a really good one i see a lot of kids just say yes 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 to everything it's like (laughs) yes and it's been the biggest fucking problem in our industry for so long like like i mean you had the the fucking creepy error of like Okay, we'll give you this role, but you have to take your clothes off. Mm-hmm. Ha ha. Oh, yeah, sure. And then, like, it's just fucking a flop, and you just took your clothes off for no reason. Yep. Um, and now we have the error of, like, oh, if you do this, we'll, we'll give you, like, fair credit. It's like, oh, okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you don't get credited. So it's like, yep. make sure you have someone to look over you. I always suggest getting, like, a friend to be a manager. Yeah. Someone who cares about you, um, because it's so much better to have someone who's like actually invested in your career yeah. overlooking that shit than, than just some random who's like going to make it 10% no matter yeah, what happens. Take advantage. Yeah. No. It's, it's terrible. Well, we've actually done more than I thought. We were at 45 minutes. Wow. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. I just looked over it then and I was like, wow. wow. Blinked and it's over. Um, but I feel like I've said all I can say. How do you feel? Yeah, what do, what that do you was good. Say? That was a good chat. It was a good chat. And that's what this is all about. It's yeah. it's creative rambles. Creative rambles. Crambles. Crambles. So I think that what I'm going to do is we're going to do a quick little round of like, guess this musical, which I was thinking about last night. I was like, I don't know what segments to do on this show yet. I still <laughs> don't even have an intro. I'm just trying to figure it out as I go. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, please go into my Instagram, send me a message with what you think our intro should be. Yes. And what segments should we have? Because I only have like a select a few ideas of like what segments people would want to see. But right now I'm going to play some songs from some musicals and oh I want boy. you to guess them. So it's going to be... Transport myself back to my Transport yourself self. back to you. I should make this harder and get them from like high school musical productions on YouTube and just like... <laughs> you, <laughs> you guess the even, song. It's so bad you can't even recognize it. Tell me more. Tell <laughs> me more. <laughs> I did that musical <laughs> <laughs> I so, so did I. Oh, so actually we had a full on car. It was kind of dope. <laughs> yeah, Wait, we, which, we, what production did you do? Uh, Greece. Like in high school? Or yeah, in high school. Oh, we, okay, had an actual, yeah. we had an actual full-on car. Oh, like wow. they would go onto stage. I'm still... Hell yeah. Yeah. Go Grease Lightning. Burn it. Grease Lightning. Go Grease Lightning. 
All right, we're gonna we're gonna pump this up. All right, I'm gonna I'm pump gonna up the jam. I'm gonna play the first one. I'm gonna go into here. I don't know if you know this. Actually, uh, you probably you probably will. Oh fuck! I know it's in here somewhere. <laughs> y'all y'all gonna get a joke out of this. Here it is. I'm gonna go. I'm it's scared. <laughs> Just six more minutes left. I know it. What the? F- <laughs> We've done uh. all we could do. And whatever. Vocals are immaculate. It's Ethan Slater if that helps you. I'm glad I'm here with you. I know this. What is? Oh my god! Give it to me. Where is it? It's SpongeBob SquarePants musical. Oh my god, that was it. Yeah. Oh wait, yes, I do know. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to. You just need to. You just need to ramp up a bit. That's so good. Yeah. Here it is. Just wait and see. Oh god, gotta love him. Gotta love him. I remember right. being obsessed with this when it came out. I'm gonna give you the second one now. It's the intros that get me, bro. If I, if we just, can we just play the chorus of everything? <laughs> we can try. <laughs> Gretel on it. I was trying to find the Australian cast recording, but I don't think we can. Right, this is also in the comment section before Imogen says her answer. You can comment too and see if you get. Oh it. God. Ooh, ooh. It is a Thursday afternoon, folks. I'll do the finale for this one. I don't know. Uh what's going to be the most notable song out of this? I'm gonna play this one. Sounds like the fire alarm. <laughs> Long ass intro. Long ass intro. Surely you know right um, now. You gotta give me some hints. There was an Australian tour of it last year. Oh. Is it fucking Mamma Mia? No? P. I literally said it. You didn't hear it. No. <laughs> Why would you say? The audience is gonna fucking laugh. I literally said what it was. And you didn't What'd hear you it. say? I'm gonna let you guess now. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, Greta Scarlet was the lead in it, and it did like it was through COVID that they they had it on. P I Pippin. Pippin? Yeah. P 
Pippin. I haven't heard of that before. You haven't? No, I haven't. Oh Is God. this a musical I've never heard of before? Yes. I'm, you very, didn't watch I'm embarrassing okay. myself. All right. right. Well, that's that's on you. Um, let's do one more. Come on. Someone, something I know. I'm I feel like our taste in musicals maybe is different. Maybe different. I like all the classics. All the old timey ones, the grandma's ones. Let's see. This is the right one. But I feel like you might know some of these. Surely. You We've got to get some that I know. Surely. We can't end this segment on me not knowing any of them. We can't. I'm going to do two more. Like I said, I have a very defined taste in, refined taste in, in musicals. I don't think they have, like, the musical version of this one. Okay, we're going to do something else. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, let's go. If you don't know this, I'm going to be really, really upset. Oh, no, I don't like that then. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the overture and the overture only. All right, you oh, ready? Oh, no. Surely you fucking know this. Oh, Charlie the Chocolate yeah, Factory, yeah. yeah Which also, it's at yeah. QPAC right now. You should go see yes, it. Definitely buy yes. tickets. Well, I actually haven't seen Charlie the Chocolate Factory. Oh, really? Before. No, I it's, haven't. It's quite superb. All right, let's do one do more. Do a good old classic, old time. Yeah, let's one, do, let's do a classic. Like. Let's go with... Am I allowed to give you one to guess? <laughs> I'm going to do a Broadway. Oh, fuck. Who can take a sunrise? Is this the original Broadway? Original, original London. Sprinkle it with dew. Ooh. But I don't want to guess it because I'm not. Because it feels like a different version of the one I produced. So. This is a 1985 class recording, so. <laughs> probably. Yeah, it. I can go with a more modern version. We'll, we'll do a different one from the motion. That was gonna be Star Wars for a sec. Surely you know this. It's like the most popular song, I would say. Out in the darkness, 
a fugitive running, <laughs> fallen from God. Fake fan, guys. Fake fan. All right, do you want it? I don't think they have like the original. Like, yeah, it's like it's all familiar, but it sounds different. Till we come face to face. I think that it might be in here. Let's see. Sure, you know this one. This is this is the most. This is the most. Like this is all I can give you. Stop saying that, cause I can. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm gonna just. You're pretend a dumb you fuck if you don't know this one. <laughs> no, not that. But like, I'm gonna just gonna assume you don't know musicals. Yes, it's lame. Oh my god! Only like four or five songs later, oh we figure out god. that it's lame. Well, you could have played one day more or something. Some shit. That's I dreamed what a I, dream. You could have fucking played dream, a dream. I dreamed a dream right now. Yes. There was a time when it all It is a dream a dream. Fake fan. I dreamed a dream. Fake fan. Do you wanna try your do you wanna try your luck in uh cinema? <laughs> I wanna give, give you one you, of the I'll musicals. give you I'll give you a really easy one. I feel very attacked right, all right now. Ready? Words this, of this is, surely? Surely. I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you like a mm, do I give you one like opening thing? Right, I'm gonna give you the end credits. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I hate you right now. We gotta now. start it hard, okay? The, the, we want the audience yeah, to we, know Yeah, we, we gotta going start on. it really hard now because she's been getting them all. Fucking. Fucking Jurassic. No, fucking. Fucking. Yeah, that. <laughs> Come on. I'll give you the intro because you were kind of right. The audience got it in like the first 10 seconds for sure. You have no idea what's in my brain at the moment. <laughs> and to think of all of these titles. I'm so sorry. I, I can feel this. This is why I've been neglect like neglecting giving you the phone to see if you can test That's one. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, you better hand that over right now. Uh, I'll you give at you least a, deserve one. I, I'll give you one shot. And the host. I, I kind of can't be mainly. <laughs> Guys, uh, can I get an F in the chat for about what like what's about to happen when I give her the phone? Surely you know You're about this. to be smashed. That's what it is. It's already smashed. My screen is fucked. Jurassic Park, I said that! You did say that, but you didn't quite stick to it. <laughs> I said Jurassic you Park said Jurassic, and you went- You went Jurassic... Fuck. I've got a replay. Replay. Classic. We love- Okay, you can have one dun, shot. Dun. We gotta play this main part though. Just so I can pretend I'm Samuel right now. You crazy son of a bitch, you did it. Wait, I'll do that probably. Crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> Life finds a way, He folks. did it. Play that will not Mr. Hammond, this is not a weekend vacation. I am here to test the structural integrity of your park. <laughs> the investors whom I represent are deeply concerned. <laughs> and if in 48 hours, I'm not convinced, You're they're not bugging. convinced. I'll shut you down. In 48 hours, 
I'll be accepting your apology. <laughs> what can I give you that you mm, won't get? Interesting. I don't know. Try pick anything. Um. Ooh. What can Put I? Put your give legs you? between your knees. I don't know. I'm just reciting. Oh, well, here's one that I know you want. Okay, know. here we go. How the turntables. <laughs> I was just talking about this movie today as well. Funny. Iconic film. I know, I know it from somewhere. I've definitely watched it. Do you know? <laughs> Street defining film. Are we thinking 50s? Is this 70s or 50s? Director. Who's the director? I'm not giving it away. Fuck. No. Bro. (laughs) 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 Give it to me. Oh, the (laughs) turntables. What is it? Schindler's List. Fucking, I was gonna go there. Oh, wait. You're joking because I was thinking like close encounters. I was on the line. I was like Steven Spielberg. I knew it was Steven. This is actually, no, now I know this, yeah. This is the end, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This is as they're like saying, this is, no, this is as they're saying like all those things as they're putting the stones on the actual like graves. Yeah. Love Schindler's List. Very, very genre defining film. Hmm. Classic. Okay, give me, hit me, hit me, baby, one more time. Hit you, baby, one more time. Okay. And then, we'll, then we'll do a rap. This is gonna be clipped. I think these are the clips for this episode. The clips. The clips. The we get a time check also. It is five oh eight. Nice. 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 Uh, mm. I was gonna pick one, but then I think you're gonna get it. Oh, you can't. That's mean. Okay. I see how it is. I see how we're playing. Shit, you'll find me bugging as hell. It's so bugging. I was playing basketball and I dropped it and like 12 kids ran <laughs> over it. Yeah. The B-boys. All six foot motherfuckers just... Um, my phone. My dreams were crushed. I feel like I want to I do a monologue over this, but I know it's also disrespectful, so I'm not, <laughs> not going to do that. <laughs> Give me what we were talking about last night <laughs> in the group chat? <laughs> hmm. That will <laughs> remain between. That is a secret, oh, and so you will never find out. <laughs> my email address is. <laughs> <laughs> my password my account is. <laughs> um, do what you will with it. Cancel okay. me. Right. I need. I need some kind of controversy in my life right now. I like this. It sounds nice. Another iconic film. With an actor that you mentioned beforehand. It was Leo, right? Or is it Matthew? I'm not telling you. Come on, give me a little hint. No. Okay, I'll put it I'll put it a little bit further. This is like The Reverend or some shit. I've never watched it. Is it The Reverend? Nah. 
shit. What is this? I've never heard this before in my life, so I'm almost desperate. From Inception. One. I've never watched Inception. Fun fact. Never watched Inception. I'm leaving. Okay. I can't <laughs> okay. leave because I've got... Guess leaves the podcast. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, I'm drinking. Okay, I'll do a musical one since you oh, yeah. roasted the Fuck, shit okay, out of me. Fine, I guess you can roast me. And this will be a musical that I love. Shit. Because. And then I'm going to give you one more movie and then we can dip. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Looks like. Mm. And then we're going to need a Polaroid for the Polaroid wall. Trying to like not do a like a no a knowable one, yeah. A knowable one. Something that uh mm. I know. Mum, if you're listening, you're welcome. <laughs> I fucking don't know this. <laughs> shit. I'm thinking like Phantom of the Opera or some shit, but it's not. It is Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, I was like, I'm on something. I have watched it once. I was like, hmm. Once? Mm. What's the bootleg of it? <laughs> I remember watching this when I was like eight. Being scared the crap out of it. Dude, I love the fucking the premise. I just dislike watching oh, it. Oh, see. Although the, welcome, the, we all know the version. I will not say it. <laughs> but we all know the version that was just it's not it it was not it candid okay I'm gonna give you right. one more yep, are you ready one more? Here we me go. okay are you ready for this I don't know what playlist I just turned turn on just, phone it's is having really, actual spaz attack it's, it's no joke so bad <laughs> I got high just looking at your phone that's what I'm saying there is there is different fucking ways of getting you know, yeah, look right. at... Okay, are you ready? Okay. If you know this, I'm going to be... Like, so, my respect for you goes up. Like, dead ass. If you know this, I'll come see Descent. <laughs> I feel like some people in the audience might know it. Just imagine overlapping news articles. Police are now reporting that <laughs> I can play the actual like movie version on YouTube if you want. Can that'll you? help. Okay. Because this is just Is it the, new, old? It's new-ish. Like four or five years ago-ish. Okay. That's new. Okay. If we had done this with TikToks, I would have been rapid fire getting these oh yeah 110 percent. here we go i'm gonna play it the beat. if you know it again respect is it this is a musical or a movie no this is a film okay i'm waiting for an actor to speak I can give you the actor's name. It's okay. Brad Pitt. 
Brad Pitt? This is JTL Morning News. Good morning. This is Welcome Holly Chatting. I'm Kathy. Thanks this for joining us. We have a great show in store for you this morning. Well, it's a great and morning to be in the studio. Authorities have confirmed an eight hours of cloudy skies with flurries today. Reporting from Brighton. World War Z. You've got it because you heard virus. Yeah, there you go, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, I actually was thinking. Oh, of, I yeah. Was thinking of it How good is the beat? I was always it's in good, love with the beat. Yeah. yeah, that one soundtrack is always the yeah. one, and I'm so excited for when I watch it. Like, just fucking like listen to this shit. Yeah, that was a good movie though. Maybe. Such a good movie. Yeah, really good movie. Very really relevant. Very relevant <laughs> now. Yeah, I watched it again <laughs> last night, and I was like, damn, so good. We might do the outro to this. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, damn. All right, let's pump it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Crambles. We had Imogen, me, Mian. Mian. Mian on the it. podcast. Just call me Imogen. Imogen. We had Imogen like on the Madonna, podcast. Like Madonna, but just, but just Imogen. Imogen. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank if you. you guys are interested, go hit her up on Instagram. I'll put her links in the biogram. Yeah. In the biogram. <laughs> I'll put her Instagram in the bio. I'm taken away by the music right now. Please, apo- I apologize. <laughs> Biogram, Biogram. I'm going to use that one. Um, <laughs> Scientists have now come out with a new version of the Biogram. The Biogram. Um, go see Descent and also check out My World if you want to see her beautiful acting because I think we're going to do behind the scenes stuff soon. So oh, okay, cool. You get to, you get to like be, be showcased. Mm-hmm. Which, which, which is kind of cool. Okay, who's messaging me? Because I don't want to hear about it. But <laughs> but let's, uh, on that note, outro, right, single, now oh ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for watching carambles i'll see you again next week i'm your host sammy reese and that is all